0: First thing that happens is the world goes black. You just hear a little snap when your neck rolls back. You don't bite your tongue off or foam at the lips. And before you hit the ground, there's a moment of bliss. It's like token a spliff. It's like shedding your skin. It's better than the best train wreck there's ever been. You have to let it in, as much as it's upsetting, to wake up with bruises you don't remember getting. You don't remember how the hell you ended up indoors. You don't Welcome to Seizure
1: Salad, Fuster shirt, Clock Epilepticus, with test man, subject, Micah answer. B. The salty, oh, slightly answer. cynical answer. account of Micah's so shocking like diagnosis with epilepsy. epilepsy. The synaptic jolts that shirts circuited his world and efforts to rewire his mind and create a new life oh and he's going to have brain surgery and now seizure salad with your host and electrostatic meat sack micah b-side
0: oh man
1: motivation so what were we talking about i can't even remember
2: so we were talking about the uh about uh, the benef- basically how the internet's gonna change and all that. And oh the, yeah, the, yeah. The stuff.
1: Um, I think you and I are a little more prepared than the average Joe just because of our experience with our particular work.
2: Well, I think that's that Just because like we're around the technology, so I think it's like you have a little we have a little bit more of a pulse on like you can tell when shit's gonna change, right? You know, yeah. that's just having to be involved. Um, We've had to work know. with it long enough too. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, and you, 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 know how it is. Like with anything, you kind of learn how to manage it and all that good other stuff. So, um,
1: right. Yeah,
2: but um, there we go. Nice and hot. I was gonna bring it back to though, trying to get a little bit more back to what we t- we're talking about. Um, cause like you sent me some notes earlier,
1: like the other day as well. Oh, those little brainstorm ideas while I was recovering yeah, from the seizures. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah.
2: But one, you the only thing like you kind of said about it was that like you're spun as in like your mood, focus, your thinking, what does that mean? You know, at least to you, right? Like what is that
1: for you? Um, it, uh, actually has a couple of different layers of meaning there. Um, the cognitive function is diminished. It's like, it's like a little short circuit, you know? Um, like when your computer is, we do a lot of, a lot of comparison to computers and audio, but, but, but I think it's the best way to describe this. It's like when the computer glitches out and it tries to load a program and then it kind of stops and then it loads it again. And then it's like there was an error downloading blah blah blah, or there was an error opening this up. And right. that's that's kind of how I feel that my brain works. Like those moments, even tonight, where it's like, what was I talking about? You know, it's like I'll be on a good stream and I think my train of thought is is solid. And then all of a sudden out of the blue you just lose it gone. Yeah. And then there's the other night where I had this sensory overload and I've had little present seizures and stuff, small seizures quick, you know, a few seconds and stuff here and there that were somewhat similar, but nothing of this intensity and this duration. It was It was fucking scary, man. Um, It's like the filter came off. Everything turned up, like we said, to 11. That Mm -hmm. was another part of it. It's just... (sighs) Yeah, I don't... I don't know from one minute to the next what my brain's going to do. The other day I was walking... Across the property, go down to the garden. And, uh, all of a sudden I just completely blacked out, like froze for a quick second. And then all of a sudden I, I come to, I'm like, why did I come here? What the fuck am I doing? Where, why, where, what, that kind of thing. Right. I get those often now. And, I'm sure part of it is that adjunct drug they gave me to kind of get by until you see neurology test right. labs start to open up again. So,
2: okay. So before we get into the, uh, the drug, yeah. is there anything you can do to like bring yourself back? Like when you do kind of just have that where you're like, fuck, it's like, if you don't have somebody there, you'd be like, Oh, Hey, here's what we were kind of talking about. Here's what we were doing. Are you just like, Lost and confused? To you, kind of like, obviously, like I guess process of elimination, kind of figure it out, or is it like because sometimes I'll go to into a room and I'm like, what the fuck was I doing here? And then it's like, oh yeah, I'm fucking thirsty, right? You know, like let me go grab a glass and get some water. But yeah, is it like one yeah. of those, or is it like a totally different where you just you, you're just like, why am I here? Is that like is it like a fear feeling almost? You know, like because like that could be yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's like you're walking between two different worlds, like two different fucking dimensions. Um it's it's not just that brief little like like short circuit where it's like okay, what the fuck was I coming into this room for? Cuz I think most of us go through that, you know? And that's mm-hmm. just like either being a little distracted, having too much going on in your brain. This is more like I literally, I literally kind of forget who I am for a second. It, it's like the whole, it's not just what did I come in here for, but it's where am I? It's for, and it could last, like it could be a, just a three second lapse or it could even be a 10 second lapse. And you're all of a sudden going okay where am i again it's not just why did i come here it's where where where
2: specifically am i
1: like yeah
2: what's, what's happened yeah uh uh-huh, uh
1: uh-huh. and that goes again to to the um to the oh, fuck there's a technical name for it and i have it written down somewhere um it's a temporal parietal junction where all the input goes into the brain it's the input output section of your brain okay right and it's disrupted drastically and in fact uh that and the insula where the uh, initial core of the processing starts um these are the same two areas that are affected when you're on a hallucinogenics um shown specifically through tests with psychedelic mushrooms um but it's a non-electrical separation. It's not this fast disruption. Um, the hallucinogenics do it differently. They, 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 it's, yeah, it's not a short circuit when you're on hallucinogenics. Whereas with aura seizures and people with seizure conditions, it's a literal <laughs> real quick static moment and mm-hmm. what the fuck's going on kind of thing. Um right. Yeah, and so you are. You're you're separate from yourself. You lose every. You lose yourself briefly. Um, you know the brain is still alive. It's still there. Um, it's still cognizant. And think about it like when you lose your cell phone signal and you're trying to get important information, you know, from a loved one or family that's the member. Worst. Yeah. And, and you're stuck up somewhere in the boonies, you know, it's like, fuck, fuck, what's going on? What's going on? And then your mind starts imagining worst case scenarios or, you know, what did they mean by this? What's going to happen? Yeah. Uh, Because your connection to the outside has been disrupted. That's the same thing. That's the same thing that happens between the brain and the body through the disruption in the interoception network. So, you're literally, your brain has been literally separated from your body, even though it's still in your skull. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like if, if somehow the nerves, all your nerve endings and, and muscles were, were cut off at your elbow, your, your lower arm is still part of your body. It's still there, but it's not part of your body anymore if that makes sense. So it does. I mean, honestly, it just sounds like it's literally like anytime you describe
2: it, all I can think is it just sounds like an acid trip. Right. You know, it's just like you literally feel like, you know, it's like, and that's what I was like wondering. I was like, man, like, I guess like the only way I can imagine is like, if I, if, if someone who doesn't have epilepsy is like whenever I trip acid, it's like, I disassociate for a while and then I come back and like, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just obviously i doubt. I don't know. Maybe it is the same feeling. Maybe when you're having a seizure, maybe you and, some other multiverse version of you is switching places real quick. And then you swap back and you just both have no memory of it. It's just called a seizure. I don't know, but you know, yeah. like if you want to, my younger
1: it. brother actually um, touches on that when, when he and I talk about this, because really? he got diagnosed 20 through 24, 25 years ago, um, about the age when you normally get diagnosed with, with the type of epilepsy we have. Um I, <coughs> And I totally get that feeling. I, I totally understand where he's coming from with it. And it has felt like that before. It's almost like there are times where you feel like someone else or something else is taking over. Um, it's like your brain is being held hostage almost. Uh, there are so, like, a lot of the non visual things that happen when you're on hallucinogenics are very, very, very similar to what happens during these aura seizures. I'm talking specific aura seizures. The, the tonic-clonics, the big ones, the grand mal's. totally different part of the brain. It's a different origin. Um, it, those, those are no fun whatsoever. The aura seizures can be fun if they're not too intense. You're talking to a guy who's tripped a lot. So, you know, I know how to ride a bad trip. I know, and, and riding a bad aura seizure is like riding a bad acid trip. Um, you just gotta, you gotta ride it out. Deep breathing exercises. Um, you lay down, you lay down on your back, you minimize the, um, input coming in through your senses and you focus on your breath and you focus on than now sometimes you know it's like i'm gonna listen to my heartbeat right now you know stuff like that yeah Yeah. but you don't get the fun shit like the trace well sometimes you get tracers um but you don't get like massive hallucinations and if you do you better call your doctor yeah no absolutely the big Uh, difference between the two is that um a lot of the seizures that people with disorders get Um, It's damaging the way it's done because it's it's electrical like shocks that over time, like, fuck your brain up. Whereas I'm not too sure if most hallucinogenics separate the interoception from, you know, the processing network. As much right. like Yeah, I don't think hallucinogenics do as much damage I don't know though Kill
0: bills, this is to my sick kids Time to flip this shit Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, fixy sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the setting sun Use it as a weapon when it's said and done
1: Seizure Salad Foster Cluck Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Micah Ball. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Original logo painting by Brent Olson of Olson Studios. High-resolution MRI image of Micah's brain provided by the Rockstar Lab Techs at UC Health Neurology in Denver follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever floats your boat. Just keep listening, and join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, unexpect the expected, and remember that it's all in your head.
0: You ever had a grand mal seizure in gym class? That whiplash back when life was dishing out pimp slaps? fed up and we've all been better, but I'm set to step up, never let up, cause the fall is just a setup, now to get up. Regret i will never get the better of me with the sawed off. when I'm having trouble talking, someone knocks my writer's block off. And if my eyes blaze and my knees drift south and you ever think to stick a credit card in my mouth